Hello, Team Gala Pinara is back with a brand new episode of the Revolutionary with your host Amy Singh. Here we celebrate women's unconventional choices in life by bringing to you some inspiring women speakers. And today we have on board Miss Amrita Dhillo. Miss Amrita Dhillo is the co-founder and founder editor of the Kootenai, a New Delhi-based independent media house. specialized in international relations and diplomacy receiving educational degrees in international relations and global communication from annamalai university india and the national university of singapore she is a renowned scholar to look forward to she bags prior experiences of working with the united nation development program the undp she is an honorary analyst and member of the board of several european and latin american think tanks working on a foreign relations her papers have been published under the russian foreign ministry's journal Inter- international affairs she is one of the youngest indian authors to be listed as an expert by the same journal paintings remain a major source of inspiration in her life along with her never ending interest in politics from india's foreign policy to delhi riots and of late farmers protest we continue to see her incessant takes of views on every recent development to occur accompanying her extraordinary achievements she recently got shortlisted by the economic times for the title of most promising woman leader 2021 she has also been invited by several government institutions around the globe for presentations and speeches and takes an active part in initiatives committed to the sustainable development goals by the united nations we are extremely honored to have a conversation with such an exemplary and inspiring woman like you today ma'am thank you so much ami yeah this podcast is proudly presented to you by team girl up inara it is a club under the girl up campaign a united nations foundation initiative undertaken by light minded young individuals who believe in standing up for social causes inara in its literal sense means a bright light and to us it is a ray of hope to empower women around us girl up inara works in close association with the united nations foundation with an emphasis on gender equality menstrual hygiene awareness and mental health once again we are elated to have you with us ms amrita dillo and are eager to learn more about you and your journey Thank you so much Amy. Should It's we begin ma'am? Yes please. Okay. So ma'am to begin with how did you develop an interest in foreign relations? So as you said painting is my passion and that's from where I started getting into international relations. Uh while making paintings uh if you do your specialization you have to pick up a topic. So my topic was South Asian culture and slowly when I started to get more into it I realized the similarities, the differences, uh, how that relationship is being built, how are you seen around the globe, and slowly and steadily to know more about it, I started getting into its policies, how how we are connected, how we are uh, we are different from each other, yes. and how, what is that force that is making all that change around the globe as as a South Asian identity. and from there i started to look into policies got into international relations and then moved forward with my masters in the same 
and yeah while talking to a lot of diplomats i realized that there's so much different things in this field that we as students or as common men really don't understand because uh, what we read on wikipedia is actually not exactly what could be the story or what is uh the ground reality so there's so much so many things that are different and you really need to research look into it to know the reality and that's yes, how ma'am. i just got into that field and started from painting moved into a totally research based thing that sounds great ma'am okay so my next question would be what drove you to found kootniti what drove you to found kootniti kootniti uh when i finished my uh graduation in painting and i was so inclined towards knowing more about the policies that are affecting all those similarities and difference in us uh i moved for interna- i moved to study international relations to my masters and then after masters i realized and even while doing masters i realized that the stories that the people tell us as ambassadors and people on ground is very different from wikipedia or is very different from the mainstream media it that yeah. mainstream media what they show is n- not exact reality and as an as a student or as a person who's trying to research it's very difficult to get the right information if you really don't have the right link or you or as you say in india you don't really have the right connection with people it's very difficult to get the right information and get do your research or study and with that mindset we uh, me and my partner came up with this co- concept of kootniti making sure that we give the right information from the right people and in a very neutral way so uh, without supporting any any agenda any organization any government putting the reality in front of the people to read to understand that whatever you see on google or whatever you see on the mainstream media always have a different side that you may not know yeah so so that was one of the reasons and why why we went for it we knew we wanted to take out those stories in a very neutral manner in a way where people can rely on the information can come and read the first hand stories of the people who are there on the ground who know what's happening or who have been there and who have been seeing or living this policy change or this uh for generations and these relationship between two countries for generations uh that really motivated us yes we are we we found people who were telling us things everybody don't so we yes, really ma'am. want to get those stories out it's so great ma'am so ma'am as a design student this is a personal question too yes. uh, how are paintings a source of inspiration for you has that helped you develop more into international politics uh yes definitely as i said my uh my knowledge before uh i really got into ir or really when before i started to think about my specialization in painting that what is my top topic for my final year and everything and what motivates me 
uh, I only had information about politics or policies that I used to see in mainstream media or read in the newspaper or read in the NCRT school. Nothing more than that. <laughs> and then when I started to go painting and I found started to find similarities when making paintings, started to find differences, I realized that there are so many things behind this. There are so many things that affect this. Yes, and that no. raised my interest into it. It raised my interest how this one thing that is being deciding your uh, your uh, that somebody sitting far away from you in another country is similar or different from you, or how can one policy decide that you are going to like that uh, person sitting in another country, or you're not going to like that person. Or you're going to make your own view about that country, that uh, community, uh, that global world. There's so many things that lied in this policy making. And uh, when, when, just, when doing my research for the paintings, I realized that this is one of the biggest, biggest aspects of our life that we as a common man don't know. That these policies are really affecting our mindset, as expected, uh, except. Yes, really yes, affecting yes, our thinking. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, then that was the reason where I got like, okay, so there's something more to really go into it. And except for, yes, painting is definitely an integral part of me. Uh, that I, uh, except for my daily work, I take out time for it. And I try to research more. And that every time I do that, every time I think of a topic for painting, it inclines me to another topic that I can research on and come up with an article. Yes, and ma'am. I think this will definitely be part of, in fact, be part of my 11-month-old daughter's learning. Oh, wow. I would like her yeah. to do it. I would like her to research for herself what she draws. Yes, and ma'am. In fact, I might see my nephews doing that. They're seeing me painting. They started painting at very young age and now uh, they they paint something and then they want to go back and see more things about it. I can totally relate. <laughs> yeah, my two and a half year old comes and tell me, uh, uh, you know, I in the solar system, you have these planets and this and that because one day he made Earth. Yeah. <laughs> he, he saw Earth. So I, I really, and I, so I think that Painting is really an integral part of me, my people around me, and yes. the way it is teaching them about the world. Yeah, it sounds Definitely. so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ma'am. So uh, you were recently nominated as the Most Promising Woman Leader 2021 by Economic Times. How does that feel to you? Uh Yes, obviously, it feels good because you're being recognized. And uh, when uh, you have been shortlisted as with a few other prominent uh, women leaders, it feels good. It feels as what journey you started is really going on that track that you imagined it to be. Yes. Uh, and you and especially in, uh, you know, career or I'll say in a path where uh, there are very few women and it's really hard to make to really come up with it yes because uh, they're not they're not many women to guide you or uh, it's uh, majorly I'll say there are a lot of men in this field and then when you see you're you are being shortlisted for something for doing some 
some work like that it feels great that yeah you're making that change or you are you are really doing what you imagined and you struggle you fight with every situation where the uh, people might not agree that a 27 year old or 28 year old writing an article on defense may not accept it yeah. but when you see that name you feel yes people are accepting it you are really making that change yeah ma'am it's very inspiring to yeah. all of us young girls like me yeah. so ma'am you were seen actively advocating the farmers protest what do you think can be done to address their situation see uh by former protest i'll say i am not a, i do support their uh, the the demands because in a democracy uh, a basic demand of going to judiciary for your uh requirements or for any uh anything that goes wrong is a basic need of a democracy yeah so i do support that but yes i am not against any reform uh there should be a reform in the agriculture in india and it should be uh it should be mutually decided between the farmers and the government and it yes, should ma'am. come up with it mm-hmm. uh their demands are right uh their so i do yes i do support their demands which are right uh which should be there uh to protect uh those people who are on the edge of living and on secondary uh i do support i also support the reform yeah. there should definitely be a reform so that the people who are living on an edge can live a better life yes ma'am because every farmer in india as we see in the mainline um mainstream media every farmer in india doesn't hold a range rover or an audi <laughs> yes or doesn't send their kids abroad like, or you really don't know the bottom line like how are they doing it <laughs> yes ma'am so yes definitely i think we really need to look into the reform but need to look uh, into that that their demands are also made they have their basic democratic rights yes ma'am at the same time great so uh ma'am my next pres- uh, question is how can the young ones like me take part in the foreign policy and how important do you think it is for them to know about the whereabouts of it uh foreign policy see if you really uh, i'll say it at a young age to get into this is a good decision hmm. because uh when you start thinking from a young perspective you really uh start uh, by the time you mature or you by the time you are in your late 30s when it's uh, your peak of your career you already have learned the skills yes so i think it's uh, rather than going late into it it's better to go early early people might not take you very seriously happens happen with me too but yes uh, uh slowly and steadily by the time you're uh, you're on the peak of your career people will know your credibility and there is a very fine difference between uh, because when you go and talk about policies talk about international relations uh, i'll say there is a very fine line of way how you talk way of talking or how you talk 
because you uh, have to be uh, you have to be very diplomatic with the way you speak yes ma'am you have to you have to maintain that uh, dignity of yourself your organization your country and the policy you are representing mm-hmm. so there are so many things there and when you start as young i think uh, it's easier for you to really learn those skills uh, if i say uh, one fine example will be uh, recently i just received an email from kosovo about their parliament whereas in india doesn't really represent them and uh, india doesn't recognize them as a country but they do send information about their own parliament their uh, one of their dignitaries send some uh, information about it yes. it's the way how you respond to them mm-hmm. it's how you make that connection with them that is the way how you talk how you learn to talk diplomatic how you learn because diplomacy is not just policy it's the way how you do it yeah, i believe exactly yes so as a young i say you should be more inclined towards it and it uh if you really see your career in it if you don't see your career in it i'll still i i will say it's a good skill to learn yes ma'am to be successful mm-hmm. in any field because if you know that fine line uh i'm sure the success will be yours yeah because that's where we lose either we go one right or we go left we really don't remember the buddha's path that just that fine line yes ma'am okay yeah. so the last question for today would be what do you think what would be your life mantra to girls out there oh, okay so i'll say uh, my life mantra is i never say i am weak or any girl is weak yeah and i always say what others can do i can do it i just maybe i need to put in more effort into it but i'm not backing out of it i'll put that effort hmm. you give me that equal opportunity yeah to do that you the society if you give me an equal opportunity to do that i put i'll put maybe 200% to get to that place but i'll do it so uh never underestimate yourself never talk about uh women are weak or girls are weak rather talk about equal opportunities yes ma'am and uh that will always motivate them to be more uh uh grow more and really prove themselves and uh, and i'll say you should speak up yes totally secondly you should definitely speak up speak up for your things what you want speak up about your situation i won't say only in professional life in school in college but in your personal life as well yes speak up till you don't speak up you are go you won't be able to succeed to succeed you need to speak you need to come out of that stereotype that girls are shy they don't tell what they want so we do for them we know what we want and we should say what we want <laughs> yes why should someone else come and tell oh you don't know what you want i know what you want yes <laughs> definitely so yeah i just speak up speak up and talk about giving equal opportunities never say girls are weak you're not 
totally when we are strong enough to stand we take more uh, we we actually we can face more issues than any other person we we face our family issues we face we do our uh job things we do our other social issues we face everything and still we are standing with you so i think we are more stronger than men in the society definitely oh <laughs> um, my this weekend my little one was in hospital i taking care of her taking care of house taking care of work yeah i'm doing it all so definitely i'm more stronger than you i'm managing everything yes so so definitely i'm not weak i'm strong enough just give me that equal opportunity i agree Yeah, so just demand for equal opportunity yes. and speak. So that's some great advice for all of us. And with that, we come to the end of the revolutionary with none other than Miss Amrita Dhillo. Thanks for tuning it in. If you loved today's episode, check into our platform, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. See you next week with another inspiring story only on the revolutionary presented by Gola Pinara. Thank you ma'am thank you so much for tuning in and joining us today Thank you so much it was a pleasure Thank you ma'am it was so great hearing from you I loved it And you're welcome you're most welcome it, it's I it feels good when you talk as a woman you talk and you say that see we all can do it we do so many things why can't we do this if we can run a house of five people Yeah we can run we can run a team too in our office definitely we can. Yes <laughs> nobody needs to come and tell us that we cannot <laughs> yes ma'am yeah i think so that is really more important and i i really love the work you people are doing really putting up that stories and telling young girls let's see you can do you're it you're trying ma'am you're trying your best you yeah, know it's, it's it's really good it's actually good it's something that we all should try yes, if ma'am. we can even inspire one person in our life i guess Mama, I don't That's know about can, others, but I'm definitely inspired today. Yeah, thank you so much. But I, I just feel if we can even inspire one person in your in our life, we we can make a change. If everybody inspire even one person, they can really make a yes. change. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Bye. ma'am. Yeah. Have a good evening. You too. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, ma'am. It's great talking. Yes, ma'am. Bye. Bye.